Hi, Fitness Business Secrets listeners. In today's show, I'm talking to Dennis Yu. He's the CEO of Blitz Metrics, a digital marketing company. And you are going to learn his $1 a day ad budget strategy to get tons of leads. You're also going to learn tactics to create lots of social media content with only 10 to 15 minutes a day. Also, you'll learn how to create content that viewers are attracted to without feeling like you have to be perfect or like the super expert. Stay tuned. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Hey, before we get to the show, I just wanted to share what I've been working with and working on. Um, So the other day I read a quote that someone said, when nothing terrible happens to you, that's profit. And I really like that because I think it reminds us that on a day-to-day basis, when things aren't bad, but they're okay and probably still frustrating because we want to see more progress, make more money, do things faster, that that's still a good thing. And I think that relates to our health. Well, last week I started to get a, a just a terrible rash, and this might be too personal, but it just reminds me how important our health is, and we sort of assume it's just there. And for me, I've just been focusing on making this immunity boost fat blast challenge a success, and I've been, of course, stressed about it, and all I want to do see is more progress. But my health has been great. I've been very lucky. But all of a sudden, last week, out of nowhere, something I've never experienced before is I started to get rash all over my body and it even got on my feet and my arms. And of course, I checked, do I have COVID? Um, but it's those aren't really COVID things. It's I went. I even had to go to the emergency room because it got so bad that my lips were swollen and my eyes were swollen. And I mentioned before, I'm in Georgia. So I'm in a totally new state, new environment. And I, I don't know what caused it, if it got a bug bite or it's some type of um, pollen from some trees. But all I know is that the past week, I've really been suffering uh, every day. My health has been trying to figure out how to get rid of this rash. And I I can't even do my favorite things like exercise as much or go outside because I don't know what's causing it. And and then I asked myself, you know, this isn't even as bad if if I was if I had gotten COVID, I would probably be at the hospital. I wouldn't even be able to move around or work or see my family. That's really scary. And the charts show more people will still get COVID. But if we can help them improve their immunity, improve their overall health, they'll have a better chance of getting better. And sure, it's a it's a small win as trainers and fitness professionals. And we may not be able to totally change the curve, but we can definitely help our clients. So I'm still struggling with this rash. I went to the ER. I got a lot of an IV full of Benadryl and I got a lot better. Uh, But I'm still waking up and kind of struggling with it. 
So I'm going to do something crazy because crazy things have happened this week. I'm going to say anybody who emails me and joins a Facebook group and is really excited about helping other people with their immunity, I'm going to give you half off the challenge price when I do finish the full challenge. It's going to come with a book, a recipe, I mean, a meal plan with recipes, grocery lists, emails, social media posts, text messages. So you can deliver a challenge that you should be able to charge between $200 to $1,500 with your training services. So make sure to message me, Fitness Business Secrets, on my Facebook page or the Facebook group so I can get you on the VIP list. Thanks for your support, and I look forward to seeing you in the group. I'm so excited because today on the show, we have Dennis Yu. He's the CEO of Blitzmetrics, which can name Golden State Warriors, Nike, and Rosetta Stone as customers. He is also an internationally recognized lecturer in Facebook marketing and has spoken in 17 countries. Dennis has also been featured in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, LA Times, National Public Radio, TechCrunch, CNN, Fox News, and more. He's also held leadership positions at Yahoo and American Airlines. And he's also a big fitness enthusiast with over 20 marathons under his belt. Hi, Dennis. Thanks for so much for being on the show. How are you doing today? Doing good. Cool. Thanks for making the time. So what I wanted to know for the Fitness Business Secrets listeners is how do you exactly use social media to get clients online? Because of what's happening, everybody needs, everybody wants to get training clients online, but now it yeah. feels extremely crowded. So can you give us some guidance so we're not spinning our wheels? You know, it's always been extremely crowded on social media, but the funny thing is that very few people are doing it right. My buddy, Brandon Carter, who's the keto king and trains other trainers on how they can make money online by teaching classes virtually. He posts about that this morning. And it's really simply this. Instead of just saying, hey, you know, you can hire me and I'll do online training, which looks like YouTube videos. You can go to YouTube and have tons of examples on how to do this particular type of exercise. Build personal connection. In other words, show people a day in your life. For example, right now, I'm drinking this cocoon water. And for those of you who can see it versus hear it, this is something that I live and die by because it, it boosts my immune system because of the oxygen in it, right? And I tell stories about how that's changed my life. I interview other people about that. Or I talk about how I'm able to have a keto-friendly diet when I'm in the kitchen. I'm not even trying, I'm not Gordon Ramsay. I'm not a fancy chef, but I'm sharing knowledge. I'm sharing moments. I'm pointing the video camera at my face. In other words, the, the cell phone, right? <laughs> the the iPhone 11 is so strong, it's basically putting out of business the bottom end of the DSLR market. And little 15-second vertical selfie videos that you post on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, is how you're going to attract clients. Because if they know you, like you, and trust you as a human being, they feel like they have a connection, they see that you're also in your kitchen and you have a couple of kids that are running around. They can identify with you. Or you mentioned, I was at Costco this afternoon and they were, they're out of toilet paper and out of all these other things. And I saw the way some people were behaving and I thought, and you're telling a story and you're saying, I thought, wow, the fear is bigger than the actual coronavirus problem itself because of all the cascading effects with the economy 
and who was at Churchill said that the biggest thing we have to fear is fear itself. And so I'm just sharing things that have nothing to do with being a personal trainer. And that's what most personal trainers are missing. I was with a group of 300 chiropractors yesterday on a live call. And they were thinking that the way to drive more clients, because you can imagine they're all shut down because they're non-essential except for the ones in accidents and stuff. And they're thinking, well, what do we do? Because our office is, is, you know, has limited availability. Well, have virtual consultations. But beyond that, talk about who you are as a person. Talk about your favorite businesses. Here's my favorite thing to do that I, that I give, not just for trainers, but any kind of local business owner. So the restaurants are getting hammered, right? So why don't you go to Yelp and go to Google and for the restaurants that you love, go leave them some positive reviews. Talk about how you order pizza from Luigi's Pizza every Friday night for the kids and you order three large pepperoni and sausages and show pictures of that. Don't don't just post a three sentence review, post some pictures to show that you're a human and guess what happens when you start leaving reviews of other businesses? They start leaving reviews of you Hmm. and you encourage your customers to do that. And maybe you call up your past customers. If, if you've been in business for a year or two, I imagine you've got a base of customers. Why don't you call some of them back and say, hey, hey, Holly, I was thinking about you and wanted to ask you how you're doing. I know we haven't talked in a few months. I just want to make sure you're okay. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. You know, we're just here at home right now and this and this. Okay, well, uh, you know, I, I've, those exercises that we did together, I can show you how to do those same exercises from home. Would you like me to show you how? And just offer that for free. And make videos showing you how, you how you're doing that. And a lot of folks, you know, they're unemployed and they can't afford personal training right now, but a lot of people can. And even the ones who can't right now, if you show them your exercises, you show them you as a person, when this thing comes back around, you're going to have a huge advantage over all the other personal trainers. Yeah. Do you recommend a specific platform that's better for local businesses and especially fitness professionals? It doesn't matter. It depends on what niche you have as a trainer. So our friend Matthew Janusek, he's the CEO of Escape Fitness. And we have thousands of personal trainers in that group there. A lot of them are engaging surprisingly on LinkedIn because they're more established and they have gyms with multiple trainers. They're not just a solo trainer. But often Instagram is a great place. If you have a younger demographic, uh, we have a couple friends who train celebrities in Hollywood. And they find that Twitter works really well. It really just depends on where your audience is. But instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to try to narrow down on one, make your content, which are 15 second videos, sometimes one minute videos if they're instructional, and then cross post them across all the channels. My favorite trick, Christy, is I'll post it on Instagram, not as a story, but as an Instagram post. And then because I've got an Instagram business profile, it's easy to convert, I'm cross posting to Twitter and Facebook at the same time. I've connected my Facebook page. You know how you can connect accounts on Instagram, right? Right. Yeah, and that way I get three posts at the same time, and then here's the ultra secret trick. We're talking about these fitness, you know, business secrets. Boost that post for a dollar a day. Hmm. Whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, make sure that if you do it on Twitter, that you manually bid for a tweet engagement campaign at three cents or less. Manual bid, otherwise they'll end up wasting your money. And you'll find, that if you're a personal trainer in Glendale, California, and you target just Glendale, California, then those people are going to notice you. They're going to naturally reach out. And anytime there's a crisis, there's, unfortunately or fortunately, 
some percentage of the population that has plenty of money and they're, they'd love to get training. They'd love to get advice. Maybe you partner with a nutritionist and a dietitian, and you do a little podcast episode together. Like I was telling you with Matthew Janusek, they manufacture fitness equipment and they found their sales for the direct to consumer side have gone through the roof in the last month. Really? Because people can't go to the commercial gyms right now. So what are they doing? They're beefing up their home gym. Guess what? If, if those people are buying equipment, they probably are willing to pay for virtual personal training sessions. I mean, yeah, they could go to YouTube and look at whatever kinds of videos, but there's something that, that the reason you guys know as personal trainers, the reason why they connect with you is because of that personal touch, right? They want to know that someone is holding them accountable, even if it's just to check in on them. It's not that, you know, they're going to do bicep curls better because of the technique. It's because there's someone there who cares. And when you show that care, that concern, that appreciation, and you broadcast that through videos, not through text, not through brochures, not through podcasts that are audio only, but you show that you care. That's what drives your sales. And you know the difference between a successful personal trainer versus one that's not. It's not because they're better at personal training. It's because they're better at relationship building. And so what better time than right now to build relationships? Yeah. For these 15-second videos where hopefully it's very personal, do you suggest a specific call to action? Because we still need to ask no. them to contact us, right? No, unless at the end it makes sense. You want to make it lightweight, otherwise it feels like an advertisement. The minute you pollute one of these lightweight videos, it looks like an ad. So I would have it be lightweight where you're sharing a tip, and if people want to reach out, they can. Or if you're, if you're sharing expertise, then you could naturally say, hey, and if you have any questions on how to do this exercise, if you have any questions on how I'm cooking, if you have any questions on how you know, this and this works, and it, and it doesn't have to be training-related. Like, here, I just bought this brand-new Sony a7 61 megapixel camera with the 1424 Sigma lens. It's a $10,000 camera with all the stuff on it. And I'm not a camera person, but I'm sharing how to use it. Why? Because we've got a studio here with a multi-camera setup to film choruses and all the lighting and microphones and all that. And I've had this kind of teach myself over the last couple of years how to do that. And along the way, people have asked me saying, wow, so Dennis, you've switched from speaking at conferences, which all got shut down to now teaching inside this studio. Tell me, how'd you set up the studio? And I'll say, well, what I did was I set up a camera like this on this tripod, and these are the lights that I bought on Amazon, and this is how I set them up. Oh, and if you want help or want to know how I did it, like, just let me know. I'll shoot you a link to all the things I bought, right? Or mm -hmm. I, I'll just hop on a Zoom call for five minutes. I'll show you. It's not like anyone's going anywhere, so I'll show you, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just helpful. Like they just, it's natural. And people will reach out and naturally in that conversation, when people build a connection with you, then they want to hire you. So all you got to do is build that initial connection and just let it take over from there. Your personality and your knowledge will take over from there, especially if they know who else you've trained. If you, if you specialize in training single moms who are busy and are executives, then other single moms and executives, or, you know, maybe you, you, you specialize in elderly women or people who are in car accidents, or people who are, you know, Hollywood actors, or like whatever your niche is, right? When you showcase who you're with, or here's another one. What I like to do is I'll go to Facebook, and I'll go to facebook.com slash memories, which shows you like on this day, like a year ago, you did this. Two years ago, you're in Hawaii. Three years ago, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Facebook.com slash memories. And I will then share that memory, and, and I'll say, dang, that was so amazing three years ago when I got to train so-and-so. 
right? So that's what you want to show. Yeah. How about for, um, so sure, we can do some 15 second videos. Do you have any recommendation for uh, the ratio? Like, do you generally post one every day, a video? Usually we're, we're posting also tips or quotes, like how many posts a day yeah. and how much multimedia? So it's not how many posts, it's more on how much time and energy you put into it. So I like to put in 15 or 20 minutes. And in that 15 or 20 minutes, I can usually get in 10 or 15 posts. Wow. Because okay. how long does it take to do a 15 second story? So literally, I'll go into my Facebook Messenger or I'll go on LinkedIn or, or Instagram is a story. And I'll just look at the latest people who've replied or I'll look at someone who had a Facebook post that tagged me and I'll just reply with the video instead of with text. Somebody sends me a text message, I'll reply with the 15 second video. I've done 200 a day for the last week. That's over a thousand, that's like 1400. And the thing is, it's taking me only an hour or two a day. So that's just, you know what? That's just one hour a day less of Netflix. Yeah, how about the concern about being like, Good. I think for me, I, I worry about being it being relevant enough or interesting enough and not no. putting up good content. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about good content. Don't worry about trying. To, you're not in a professional studio. People, look, you know, people buy from you because they relate to you as a human, even when you don't have your makeup on, especially when they see that you're vulnerable. I don't, I don't mean like try to, you know, be or, you know, cry in front of people or admit something terrible happened. But it, it's that authenticity. And I hate using the word authenticity because a lot of people abuse it. But it's when you do that that people feel a connection. You know, the things that have driven the most business for our personal training clients that we coach is when they reveal something that's a little less than perfect. Hmm. And you, it, it sounds counterintuitive, but the reason why is that everyone else on social media is trying to present this perfect Instagram newsworthy sort of fake life moment, you know what I mean? This flexing thing that it begins to look not real and people think it's just a commercial. So you still want to have those highlight moments, but you need to mix in something that's slightly vulnerable because then they feel like they're like on the inside behind the scenes. They're a friend of yours. They're able to see the side when the camera's off, even though the camera's always on. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. It's time for our quick break. Hey, Christy here. I hope you're enjoying the show. I know in each show we cover a ton of tips and maybe you're out and about and wish you could write something down. No problem. Come on over to fitnesssecrets.co, that's fitnesssecrets with an S.co, and check out our edited transcription of today's show. We are all about main ideas, so it's easy for you to start implementing these tips today. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter so you get free marketing, planning, and operations for your fitness business. Okay, back to the show. What about supporting links on your, let's say, Instagram and Facebook page? You know, what should you have there to make sure what you're posting is, is something that uh, will lead to them reaching, to, reaching out yeah. to you? Look, if, people, if you say something interesting or funny or helpful or a friend shares some content that you have out there, they're, of course, going to check out your profile, right? doesn't matter where you post it. You could post it on Quora or LinkedIn or Twitter. You say something interesting, 
they're going to want to say, who is this, right? And then you click, you do this yourself. I do this all the time. Someone posts something I click on. I probably do that 50 times a day. I'm like, oh, who's this? I need to check out who they are. Oh, who are their friends are with? Oh, let me scroll through their feed and see like what else they've been posting, right? I do that all the time on Quora and I'll reach out to these people and I'll say, dang, you just wrote this crazy good post on time management. Do you mind if I just interview you on my podcast for 10 minutes? I would love like that one thing, you, that article you wrote about this, I would love to like pick your brain a little bit more on that one and share that with my audience. And yeah. nowhere there did they have like a, you know, a book of consultation or any of that. Like if, people, if you have good content, people will hunt you down. Okay. But that said, in your profile, you want to have a link to your personal brand or to your company page or whatever your website is that shows who you are, that shows your clients, that shows the kinds of trainings that you do, that shows that you're a serious business person, that has your phone number so they can call you, but also has your Twitter and, and Skype. And like if you have younger clients, you've got to have the, you know, the WhatsApp. If it's outside the United States, of course, you know, WhatsApp and, and Telegram and other tools. Yeah. I think a lot of trainers are feeling a little overwhelmed thinking that they have to do all that. Is it a bad idea to post the same content at the same time across multiple platforms? It's a great idea. And most people are thinking, oh, and then everyone's going to, you know, see it all the, the, the same places and think I'm overposting. You know what the dirty little secret is about social media? What is, what is it? <laughs> no, no one sees your content. It doesn't matter. What's the sound of one personal trainer falling in the forest? <laughs> well, I mean, that sort of brings us to the next question of, I think most personal trainers will say, okay, well, Dennis, you're a genius in social media. So it's going to take you 10 minutes, going to take me two hours, and then no one's going to see it except my mom. So how, how do you tell someone or get someone hmm. to actually, does it really only yeah. take 10 minutes for? Like, yes, it does. I hear that all the time. You know what, what does take two hours is the amount of excuses they make. Okay. <laughs> now, just imagine the, the stuff that you tell. If you're a personal trainer, is it really because you're telling them how to do that bicep curl or is it really coaching them and encouraging them and showing them how to do it? Now, there is a little bit of expertise, obviously, but it's the same thing with social media. People think that social media is about these tools. It's about programming they look at me and they say, oh, you've done it for 23 years and you built the analytics at Yahoo and you've you know, done this and this and you run a team with a couple hundred people. It's just me and I don't have a billion dollar budget. You know, I didn't do stuff for Nike and all that. And I'll say, you know what? I shared those items not because I want to show you, you know, what big company stuff looks like or how important I am. It's to say that these are the same principles that work large and small because you as a personal trainer, if you go beyond the personal training, why, why do your clients hire you? Because they want to be healthier and happier. They want to feel stronger. They want to know they're doing it the right way. They want to have someone like you in their corner because their friend said that you were really good. And that's why they chose you. They're doing it because of the relationship. Are they doing it because you use escape fitness equipment? No. And if you play golf, are you, you know, using Titleist because... That's the best club? No, it's because your favorite golfer uses those clubs and you, wear the, you use those same clubs too and wear those same shoes and all that too. It's why athlete endorsement stuff works. It's because you already are an expert at relationship building. And now you just use social as a way to amplify that. There's nothing new for you to learn except some of the small nuances and like, you know, using or getting all these apps on your phone. Like if you don't have LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, whatever on your phone, just get those apps on your phone, cross post it, 
it may initially be a little bit awkward because it's a new skill, just like with any skill, just like when you train clients when they first do a particular kind of rep, it's you know a little awkward because they're learning how to do it, but it's actually easy. Okay. So let's say someone's like, okay, it's been three months. I've been posting, but I'm not getting much traction or followers. Uh Um, What are tips you'd give them to improve their posts? And is there any structure to creating a good story? Oh, absolutely. So you you asked four or five questions at once. Let me break those down into pieces. So first off, start with video, vertical video, selfie style, meaning it's faced at you, which is a little bit intimidating if you haven't done that before. And if it's tough for you to do it selfie style, have your wife or husband or whoever or child hold the phone while you do something. And if you really want to be clever, this is like cheating. Pull your pet or pull your daughter into the video with you and say, I'm, hey, honey, tell, us, tell everyone what we're doing. We're making chocolate chip cookies, daddy, right? Stuff like that. And you just know that's going to work. It's cheating, right? Mm-hmm. And then you might say, hey, you know what? I have, my, I have my cheat days on Saturday. I can eat all the carbs I want and it's okay. Just whatever it is, you, just, you tie it in some bigger story. So that way you start the story with a moment that people can identify with, right? It's not preaching at other people. It's not selling. It's not saying, hey, I'm a personal trainer. My business is, has just fallen to pieces in the last month or two. You know, I'm desperate. Please call me. Like, no, you, that, that kind of signal never works, right? Put out the signal, and I'm not saying fake it, but show happy moments. Tell a story of good news that you heard. Like, what I like to do every day is I'll post just 15 seconds on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever saying, hey, I heard from my friend Mark, and he's a landlord in, in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and he's, he's pretty wealthy. So he just gave all his tenants free rent because they couldn't afford to pay. I thought, wow, that was so nice. We need more people like that right? And just shared a piece of a story, some piece of good news, right? And okay. there's, there's always something to share. Think of yourself more like a journalist. And so just post that as a little video, be human about it, get more practice. Um, it doesn't really matter so much the little tactics of like how often to post or how many words does it need to be if it's on LinkedIn or just whatever feels natural. Some days, some weeks I post nothing, and some days I'll post 15 or 20 or 100 times, just whatever feels natural. Okay. And what about the story aspect? Do you have any tips on structuring a good story? So we like to start with a hook in any piece of content. So a hook is something that gets their attention. Why? Because in a story, whether it's literally like an Instagram story or Facebook story, or it's a story as in you're telling something that happened a moment in time in your life that you post on LinkedIn, which doesn't have stories. You want to start with that interesting moment. So I like to open with something that creates drama or excitement or creates a question. Like I'll say, my friend Ollie called me and told me he just got laid off. He's got five kids and rent is due. And then you want to hear like, oh, well, what happened next, right? And then they, they click to read the rest of the story because that's what happens on LinkedIn or what happens in anything. You, you, want, to, you want to stop them as they're scrolling. Because, you know, people, they scroll 100 meters per day on Facebook and Instagram on their phones. That's a lot of, that's like carpal tunnel, basically, right? And you want to get them to stop. So if you open by saying, I'm Christy, or hi, I'm Paul, and I'm a personal trainer, why the heck should they give a dang about that? Besides, when you're saying words at them, they can't even hear you because 85% of the time the sound is off on their phone. 
So you have to wave, uh, maybe outdoors, do some exercises, maybe have a little bit of mo movement, maybe go to the park and walk. As you're walking through the park, hold up your phone, right? And show them something interesting. Entertain them. But the beginning, you have to start with a hook. Then from the hook, you move into some kind of story, some situation, something that happened, some kind of challenge. And from the challenge, you move to the solution, which is, okay, now based on this challenge, this is what I did. So I brought my, so for example, I was with the Queen of Malaysia a few months ago. I was in Kuala Lumpur and I brought this fancy camera and I, I was there to film some videos and I realized that I didn't have any batteries for my camera. And I thought, oh crap. So then now there's a problem because I'm here to, to film a bunch of videos with the Queen. And so I realized, actually, I can just use my iPhone. And if I do it the right way and I use tables and other things as props to hold it steady because I don't have a tripod, then I can get videos just as good. And I realized that these cell phone videos are more authentic and personal than stuff shot on a DSLR because the pictures are almost as good. And also, I noticed that the subjects are less likely to be intimidated when I'm filming when I use an iPhone versus a big old camera. And then I'm, now I'm sharing expertise and I'll say, I've got tons of other tips on how to do this. Reach out to me. I'm happy to help you. So now I've gone from the hook to the problem, to the solution, to the call to action. Yeah. And I know that works great in all situations where there's um, a time to tell a story. For Instagram, I think that a lot of trainers feel like that's the place to be. Do you have any specific tips there such as even hashtags or stories or what because i think for for me you know actually i was getting started with instagram i didn't know where to start yeah instagram tends to be a show-off kind of place a lot of flexing and certainly there's nothing wrong with the cosmetics of instagram and looking good and if you look good definitely show that if you got clients that look good and with their permission definitely show that but it's going to be even better if you can show stories and even though if, you're, if your business is falling apart and you don't have any clients right now, but you did before, it's totally okay to share memories and say, you know, this morning I, I remembered how our, our times with so-and-so, right? You can, you can keep recycling memories to bring in more clients, especially if you serve X as your particular niche as a trainer, show more pictures and videos of X. So if, you're, if your thing is helping you know, women who have gone through menopause and had, you know, have already had three kids start to be, you know, feel better about themselves, then start showing more of those kinds of women in that same category. Don't show corporate guys if, that, if that's not your category. I can't believe how many trainers put out content, like featured content that doesn't feature the people they want. Or let's say you live in Newport Beach, then put out stuff that's related to Newport Beach because people can say, oh, I, I was just at that restaurant, you know, two weeks ago or whatever I used to, that, used, that was where we had our wedding or whatever it might be. And then here's the key on Instagram, boost. You can promote that post, hit that blue button, spend a dollar a day for seven days. Now, what Instagram will do is they'll suggest $5 a day for six days, so $30. Don't do that. $1 a day. Check back six days later. If you're getting engagement at less than two cents, then that's a good sign. You might want to go back to that post, edit it, or not the post, the boost, edit that boost. Do the same thing on Facebook. You can boost the post for a dollar a day for seven days. Edit that boost to be able to get more traction against it. And I guarantee you, people are going to start reaching out. Now, when you do do that promoted poster boost, you can choose to send to your profile, to Messenger, or to a URL. I would recommend sending people to your profile. Most of the time, 
a quarter of the time, if you're trying to get people to talk to you where you're saying, Hey, I'm happy to help you do this, whatever thing, then send them to your messages and then you can have a chat with them. But either way, you're going to want to have a chat with them. I don't recommend generally sending to the website unless you have an article there or unless you just really want them to fill out a form. But I, I don't think that's a good thing right now for personal trainers. Hmm. What about Facebook ads manager? Do you, I feel like it's pretty expensive when I try to do it. Is that worthwhile? It's expensive I mean, if you do the wrong thing. If you have vertical video and you spend a dollar a day for seven days, in the last week, I've seen other fitness professionals get their cost per through play, which is a 15 second plus view, to less than a penny. Wow. That means that's someone amazing. staying and watching, not just someone who's scrolling by real fast, someone who's staying and watching. And, and this is people you're targeting in your city or in your demographic or whoever your target audience is staying for at least 15 seconds. And a lot of those, they turn into clients. Now, maybe not on the first video. Maybe they need to consume four or five videos, right? But if they're consuming four or five videos, it's pretty clear they like you and they know that you're a personal trainer. And then you can just reach out to them saying, hey, you know, I noticed you liked a few of my things. I'd, I'd love to just find out more about what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And that's through a basic boost setting. Does that have custom settings um, like where you can, where you can track past people who want, you can try to send it to past people who saw your past videos? Yes, you can create custom audiences. Okay. I don't recommend doing that unless you are, say, a larger gym with multiple trainers yeah. or you have you know, seven or eight other trainers under you. If you're just a solo trainer, then don't worry about custom audiences because the, the city that you're doing personal training or the niche that you have will already be small enough that the system will optimize for you. Yeah. What about, so if we're going to spend a little bit of money and I'm thinking we want this one to be a little bit more effective, do you have yeah. any tips about which videos and what to put in a boosted video? I would boost anything. We like to have three categories, why, how, and what, which is the top, middle, and bottom of the funnel, which is also know, like, and trust, right? Three stages in building relationship. It's like, you know, getting to know her name, going on a first date, getting, you know, put a, proposing to her, then getting married, right? It's different stages, right? In a funnel. A why is just those lightweight stories, things that are meaningful, something that was funny, sharing a moment that you thought was interesting, just that reflects kind of what your values are, that you're a family person, that you believe in discipline, that, you know, when you're in the Marines, you used to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I mean, whatever it is, it's some kind of story. And then the, the how, the middle layer is sharing knowledge. So little pieces of lightweight knowledge could be 15 seconds, could be 60 seconds, could be anything, not just personal training, health, fitness, nutrition, anything, right? Your favorite Netflix. Hey, you know, we're spending all this time cooped up. I thought I'd share with you. These are my five favorite Netflixes or I don't watch Netflix. I like to read. And here's some books I just bought on Amazon. Here's why I like them. Oh, okay. And then the what is, hey, my, my name's so-and-so. I'm a personal trainer. I live in Garden Grove, California, and I'm still available to help you. Call me. Here's my number. Reach out to me on Messenger. Here it is. Just go ahead and hit that. I'm happy to help you. Even if, you know, if you're in trouble and, and you know, you, don't, you can't afford personal training services, I'll still help you. You need, you're, you're elderly and you can't leave the house. I'll, I'll go run groceries for you. Let me know how I can help out. Yeah. Um, what about the text for these posts? I feel like it, I'm never really sure what to put in the text part. The text is just enough to get them to consume your content. If you've got a video, enough to generate interest, do not summarize. So leave them with the hook, like, here's my favorite thing to do in the morning. 
And then, oh, well, what is that? I'm going to click on the video to find out, right? Yeah. So do um, not summarize. Entice. Do, okay. So entice them. And then we don't really have to include that much more past the folded part of the text if it doesn't show. Maybe I'm thinking about Facebook. Nope. Just one sentence. One sentence. That's it. Yeah. Don't write a whole paragraph. Write just okay. a sentence. Do you have any uh, recommendations for tags in Instagram, especially? I don't use tags. I mean, you could use some related Hashtag. to your city or not, but yeah. usually it's brands that do that. And too many tags looks like advertising. Yeah. Okay. Hashtags look like advertising. Got it. All right. Well, I know that you said you had to go, so I don't want to keep you if I think uh, you said about a half hour. Or did you have any more time? It was a pleasure spending time with you, Christy. And I hope everyone takes action here. And I'd love to see how you guys are using social media to be able to grow your business. Definitely let me know. Tag me. Hit me up on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dennis, for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. And uh, best of luck with um, your, your social media during this time. Thanks. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Appreciate it, Christy. Thanks for listening. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end.co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnesssecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.